Lord of glory, Lord of power and might, Lord of restoration and blessing through Christ Jesus. We bless you for yet another day that we are still seeing the sun. We bless you for the fact that we are God that stands above each and everything that scares our lives. We bless you because in you we have confidence and we have an assurance of life. Even in the midst of this plague, even in the midst of the darkness, you continue shining as the light and you make life make a lot of sense in our lives. We uphold our brothers and sisters that are struggling with COVID-19. We uphold their families of King of Glory that have been beaten in one way or the other. We want to bless you, Lord, because you're there with them and you're intervening. We want to pray that we shall stand with each other now more than ever before and encourage those that have my heavenly savior overcome it in one way or the other to give you glory and to ascribe greatness unto who you are no one can ever thwart your effort and no one can ever downplay who you are as our god of glory we want to worship you even this uh, this day O king of glory you talk to eliakim and you said upon his shoulders i shall lay the key of the kingdom of david and when he opens no one shall close and when he closes no one shall open we are praying for that kind of authority that it will help us to steer forward through this period of king of glory we worship you we honor you in jesus my name we have prayed amen a blessed day my friend and uh, my name is Levran David Kagwa, bringing this to you. Uh, we continue um, in every way to uh, stand with you in prayer for those of you that are struggling with COVID-19, for families that have been affected in one way or the other. Probably all of us have been affected in one way or the other. We have people falling sick. We have people losing their jobs. We have people locked down. They have not lost jobs, but they are not working right now. You can't see some of your friends even as we speak right now. But friends, let me tell you, no matter what happens, God remains God. Yesterday we were talking about him being in charge and he, he shall continue to be in charge. We say that in Psalm 103 and verse 19, the Lord has set his throne in heaven and his kingdom reigns over all friends covid or no covid sunshine or no sunshine money or no money job or no job god remains god and he shall continue to be so because he's essentially god nothing else makes him god but basically that is who he is our uh, friends uh, you've heard people speak of uh, blessings and they tell you when i get that and uh, that th that marriage or when i get married i will know then i'm blessed when I buy that new car, I'll know I'm blessed. When I buy that land, <laughs> then I'll know I'm blessed. You've heard people of that nature. Yeah. But today we want to uh, put uh, this issue of blessing in proper perspective, biblical perspective, which is the only right and correct perspective, my dear friend. And our theme uh, today is entitled the God of blessing and restoration through Christ Jesus. The God of blessing and restoration through Christ Jesus. And our passage of focus is uh, uh, Zechariah chapter 10. We are still doing our Zechariah series, friend. My intention is to make this short, and therefore I will not be reading the entire chapter. I'm going to be picking up um, uh, the verses that highlight the points that are embedded therein uh, in Zechariah chapter 10. Friends, you need to hear these words in a season that we are in a season of this nature that we're experiencing right now For, please you can still see the blessing of god even in these dark days we can still see his blessing we can still see his goodness and uh, many people that will trust in the lord are not going to exactly experience uh, things the way that the world is a uh, 
um, skeptically putting it and saying things are going to get worse, even if they do, friend, by the words of uh, um, Prophet um, Habakkuk, even if the fig tree does not bud, and even if there are no um, fruits on the vines, and even if uh, they, they trouble for no reason for the olive tree, and there is no food in the gardens, and even if the stalls are empty, and there is no and there are no cattle in the stalls, and all the sheep are gone. Still, he's going to remain our God, the Lord of our salvation, who gives us strength and gives strength unto our feet like a deer, uh, a deer's hind wings, uh, hind legs. You see that? We are going to continue trusting in the Lord, not just in good days, but even right now. And the more you trust in him, friend, I want to encourage you, is the more that your life is going to make sense, and is the more that you're going to find purpose in living, is the more that you're going to find your joy even in times when you shouldn't have count on the lord focus your eyes on him and he will surely take you through these things zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 reads and says ask rain from the lord at the time of the spring rain the lord who makes the storm clouds and he will give them showers of rain vegetation in the field each man you hear that Verse 2, for the teraphim speak iniquity, and the diviners see lying visions, and tell false dreams. They, they comfort in vain, therefore the people wander like sheep. They are afflicted because there is no shepherd. My anger is kindled against the shepherds, and I will punish the male gods. For the Lord of hosts has visited his flock, the house of Judah, and will make them like his majestic horse in battle. Hallelujah. From them will come the cornerstone, from them the tent peg, from them the bow of battle, from them every ruler, all of them together. They will be as mighty men treading down the enemy in the miry of the streets in battle, and they will fight for the Lord will be with them, and the riders on horses will be put to shame. I will strengthen the house of Judah, and I will save the house of Joseph, and I will bring them back, because I have had compassion on them, and they will be as though I had not rejected them, for I am the Lord God, and will answer them. Praise the Lord. The chapter has 12 verses, but basically all points in this chapter are made and sealed in the first six um, verses, and they are re-emphasized in the rest of the six verses. So um, in the interest of time, I'm going to be simply doing those six verses, but we're going to find the message filter through the rest of um, uh, the chapter. Friends, this passage basically picks up from the last verse of chapter 9 that reads and says, For what comeliness and beauty will be theirs, grain will make the young men flourish, and new wine the virgins. And those are signs of prosperity amongst the Jews. When you speak of abundance of grain and wine, you're basically speaking of abundance of prosperity, abundance of life. You're speaking of restoration. That is what he means. And we say that as far as these chapters are concerned, we are speaking of the coming of Christ. And basically what the writer is doing here is he's showing us that the essence of life and uh, the center of life and prosperity and comfort and joy and peace is basically premised in Christ Jesus. Why? We say that at the time that Zechariah was writing, the people of Israel were simply getting reestablished in their land and things were not yet what they were meant to be. Um, the, the temple wasn't uh, constructed to its fullness but was about to be completed, but still the city had ruined 
Kenze and the walls were still down. You remember that the walls were later to be reconstructed by Nehemiah. And therefore, if you call the nation of the Lord and you're living like that and people scornfully and spitefully referring to you, like we see in Zechariah chapter 1, when the rest of the world is living in peace and tranquility and yet uh, Jerusalem and Israel in general was in uh, tatters, that is something that doesn't go down well. Even right now as we speak, even in the house of believers, uh, many homes are getting ravaged. Some homes are getting ravaged by COVID. And you're going to find that many believers are affected in this fray as well. They are losing their jobs. Uh, they, are, they are not able to go to work and their situation is not is not well. And many people are asking, God, where are you? And then there are others that are claiming, ah, look at them. Now those are believers. Look, they are suffering the way we are or even worse. Now, this is what, in one way or the other, um, Israel was facing. But look at the good news that the Lord brings through uh, the lips and the pain of Zechariah. In verse 1, he says, As rain from the Lord, uh, ask rain from the Lord at the time of the spring rain, the Lord who makes the storm clouds, and he will give them showers of rain, uh, vegetation in the field or of of each man now listen to this there are four things that filter through this chapter here we said our theme is a god of blessing and restoration through christ jesus how does the lord bless these people and how does he restore them uh, four things how does he bless them four things one God is speaking about one, giving them an abundance or prosperity in abundance. Then two, God is speaking of God is speaking of peace and fullness of life through um through the Messiah or through the Savior, restoration, fullness of life through the Savior. Uh, you know, that perfect fellowship of God. Then three, we are looking at God making them mighty. The first point is coming from verse one the next from verse 3 and 4, and then the next in verse 5, he says he's going to make them mighty, even when they had been looked down upon, um, um, he thought to that. And lastly, he says he's going to restore them when you look at verse 6. Uh, I wanted to give you that summary sack that I just wind it up here quickly. One, verse 1 says that, as the rain from the Lord at, at the time of... Um, the spring rain, the Lord who makes the storm clouds, and he will give them showers of rain, vegetation in the field to each man. You hear, you remember that song that says, There shall be showers of blessings, showers of blessings we need. Mercy drops born us falling. You remember that song? But for the showers we plead. Yeah. Look, that, that song makes sense. Here, they're asking for rain, but when God comes, what does he give them? He gives them showers. And he says, there is rain and then vegetation in the fields of each man. Meaning they ask for little and God is giving them an abundance. But when you go to Hosea chapter 6, if you see Hosea uh, chapter 6, these are basically not just uh, showers of physical rain, but he also uh, goes into... He also goes into blessing them spiritually. When you read uh, Hosea chapter 6 uh, and verse 1, you realize that God usually 
and this filter through in the New Testament as well. One of my friends loves this. He says, and now to the Lord who is able to do more than we can ever ask or even comprehend. <laughs> you see that? You, you ask for little, and if you're walking well with the Lord in his restoration, especially as he speaks of the millennium days, he shows you that he's going to be granting us an abundance in prosperity. You see that? Uh, verse 3 of Hosea 6 says, so let us um, know, let us press on uh, to know the Lord. His going forth is as certain as the dawn. He'll come to us like the rain, like the spring rain watering the earth. There he's not basically speaking of the rain alone, but he's speaking also of the abundance of life that he gives you. Friends, life is basically in Christ. As God comes to give us blessings, there are many people who think that this blessing is going to be about a car, it's going to be about a new house, it's going to be about a storied house, it's going to be about uh, that woman, that other woman. If blessings were about the abundance of things that we get, then God should have said, find as many women as you <laughs> possibly can find. But you can see how he castigated Solomon. You see that? In Psalm 1, what does he say? He says, blessed is the man who, what, does not delight in the fellowship of sinners, nor stand in, 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 in the fellowship of scoffers. You see, no seat, or, or, you know, he goes right ahead and he tells you, and he says, but in the law of the Lord he delights, and upon it he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the waters, that bears his fruit in due season, and his leaves will never wither. You see that? Uh, and, and, and in whatever he does, he's blessed of the Lord. So, in other words, you're like, this man who does not delight in the fellowship of sinners, but delights in the fellowship of the Lord, is the one that is going to be blessed of the Lord. Basically, as far as scripture is concerned, that is what it means to be blessed. You see that? That is what it means to be blessed. Friends, let us delight in seeking fellowship with the Lord and, and, and seeing the Lord the way that he is and the way that he sees us. Uh, you, you see that, my dear friend? So this is why he says when you're in fellowship and when Christ comes back, when they ask for rains, he's going to give them showers, give us showers, O King of Glory. Then he goes right ahead. One thing that Zechariah does here is he compares the past life of the Israelites and the past mistakes that they made, messing up, not heeding unto the guidance of the Holy Spirit through the prophets, not heeding unto the fellowship with the Lord, and instead listening to false prophets, and instead doing what? Listening to their guidance, and now he shows them what is going to happen when finally the Savior uh, comes. Look at verse 2, he says, For the teraphim speak uh, iniquity, and the diviners see lying visions, and they tell false dreams, and uh, they comfort in vain. You see? In other words, he, he shows you that in the past they lived off the guidance of false prophets, encouraging them when they shouldn't have encouraged them, telling them you're okay when they were not doing well. And uh, when the judgment of God came, it fell upon them. But now God is showing them, I am not a false prophet, neither are my prophets false. But the one, the deliverer that I'm going to send you, like we're going to see, is one that reigns in justice and truth. And this scepter is a scepter of righteousness. You see that? And he, he, he gives them a comparison and he shows them that. <laughs> One of my best scriptures in the Bible is Genesis 31 and verse 19. You remember when Rachel was uh, freeing from her father Laban and he was coming with Jacob, her husband,
together with Leah and their children. <laughs> you remember that Rachel uh, fled with their household gods. And when they got to, um, when uh, Laban got to know that she had actually fled with the household gods, I mean, he, he pursued them. And when he caught up with them, and Rachel knew she was in hot soup, because these were diviners where they came from, you know what she did? Um, she 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 sat upon these gods. <laughs> she sat upon their household gods, and the house the household gods could not tell them, could not scream and say, Ah, here I am. You know, here I am. No one knows where she was, whether she was in her periods, but she that, that's the reason she gave to her father. I'm here in my periods, my lord. And you know, those days it was taboo for for uh, for you to go close to a woman uh, and 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 see, he did go close to Rachel, but I'm amazed these girls could not shout out and say, look, I'm here, look, I'm here. If you had a baby, if you had a baby, the baby is going to shout when they hear their father coming. But what kind of gods are these? But hallelujah unto every believer in the God of heaven. Our God cannot be sat upon. Our God does not need help. Our God is the Lord of lords, hallelujah. Even in the days of Corona, our God remains God. Praise the Lord. Uh, you, you, you see that? And um, um, it is Ezekiel that teaches and reminds us that in those days, uh, these men went right ahead and uh, they were prophesying the wrong way and giving false prophecies and um, encouraging people instead of telling them what wrong they had done. And friends, as a result of that, uh, the people ended up being taken into captivity. Uh, you, you, you remember that it is all over Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel. They warn against these false prophets and um, they, they, they really, really warn against them. And they tell them, uh, they, they kept telling them uh, wrong messages you see, and encouraging the people instead of uh, uh, following what uh, God had told them to do. Praise the name of the living Savior. You said Ezekiel 23, I think that is verse what, 37. In the interest of time, I don't know whether I can quickly do that uh, so we can see what they were promising them and what turned out. And uh, what turned out um, in uh, those days. Uh, the Bible says, <clears throat> In Ezekiel 23, in verse 37, the Bible says, For they have committed adultery, and um, blood is on their hands. Thus they have committed adultery with their idols, and even caused their sons, whom they bore to me, to pass through the fire to them as food. Uh, you know, God went right ahead, castigating uh, what these false uh, prophets were doing, and the idols that they were presenting as gods. You see? And this wasn't good at all, at all. And uh, God did not permit it. So, but God says the center of their blessing was actually in the fact that the Messiah was going to come and um, the Messiah was going to be their cornerstone. He was going to be their uh, peg in, in, in the tent, was going to be all these things. Let me just wind up with that. Uh, look here at um, Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 4. Uh, says, from them will come the cornerstone, from them the tent peg, from them the bow of the bow of the battle, from them every ruler, all of them together. They will be as mighty men, and later in verse 6 he says he will restore them. Friends, the center of blessing and life is Christ Jesus. And basically all this terminology here in the Bible refers to Christ himself. When they speak of 
the cornerstone, if you went to Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 16, you're going to discover that God is looked at as, a, or Jesus Christ is looked at as the cornerstone. Uh, you, you, you see that? In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20, the Bible says, For we are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ himself being who? The cornerstone. You see that? So when he speaks about it, he basically is pointing to Christ as as uh, as as the messiah there and then he calls him a peg eh? he also calls him a tent peg uh, you see basically the point here is like someone will put up a hat and that central pillar is what he's calling a tent peg here we can quickly refer to isaiah chapter 22 23 24 so you can see the quality the power the strength and the glory of this peg is not um just a normal peg isaiah 22 i love that 22 verse 23 and 24 um this is what he says i will drive him like a peg in a firm place and he will become a throne of glory to his father's house you hear that so they will hang on him all the glory of his father's house offspring and issue all the list of vessels from bows to all the jars in that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven in a firm place will give way. It will even break off and fall, and Lord hanging on it will be cut off, for the Lord has spoken. Uh, now, you hear that? Of course, he was speaking of Eliakim, but later we see in Revelation 3, 7, that God, uh, Jesus himself, implies or applies these words unto uh, himself there. So you can see that Christ is going to come and is going to be their deliverer, and is going to be their shepherd and will be like a central pillar in a heart which holds the heart together. Christ is going to come as the perfect shepherd. If you go to Ezekiel chapter 34, in verse 23, uh, God says that the shepherds who were living then did not do a good job. They were partaking of the fat of the sheep. They were not nursing um, the sick sheep. They were not uh, feeding them well, but they were taking the fat, they were taking the wool, they were eating the meat and taking the fat. Uh, you see that? And not caring about the sheep. But in the later days, God says, through the lineage of David, I am going to bring my own shepherd and he will take care of you. Praise the Lord. Now here in Zechariah, he takes us fast forward and he shows us the days of Christ Jesus. When he comes, he's going to establish an eternal kingdom and he's going to take care of the needs of his people. And later in verse 5, he says, they shall be like mighty men. And in verse 6, he says, they shall be restored into their land. And no nation is going to stop them. Later on, he brings the picture like what they went through when they were coming from Egypt and he says they are going to go through and uh, they, 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 they shall pass through the sea of distress you know and uh, that no nation is going to stop them you see that friends the Lord will come and save us and the Lord is our perfect shepherd in these days of COVID in these days of lack in the days of when you're not going to office when you don't have access to your work when finances are really a challenge friends we have a good shepherd we need to have a good shepherd David speaks of him in Psalm 23 like all of us know and he says that the Lord is my shepherd I shall not lack. You know, he lays me down in the still by the still waters and he feeds me by the green pastures. We have a good shepherd, friends. We have a good shepherd who gives us a blessing, who restores us in our rightful places. If you know Christ personally, you can get this peace because he's not going to lead you into uh, this dry 
uh, patched pastures, uh, but it's going to lead you by the green pastures. It's going to feed you by the still waters and you take care of you. You have a good shepherd that offered his life for you. The good shepherd is going to take you through these uncertain days of COVID because he's here. He's a God of blessing. He's a God of restoration. He's a God who cares. My heart moves out unto people that are living under a lot of fear right now because of what is happening. You have a good shepherd. Focus on him and he's going to take care of you. Friend, I just want to pray with you. If you're one that doesn't know Christ personally, we are seeing some of our friends die. We lost a pastor in Mukono. We've lost five pastors in the Church of Uganda in this just past week. But friends, our God, just like um, Habakkuk says, he shall remain faithful and he shall strengthen our feet like those of the, the deer's hind limbs on the rock. And I just want us to pray together. Fear, uh, like we are going to be teaching at some point, fear is the spirit of the enemy. And he wants to put you down. Do not bow down to fear. Do not accept to be bogged down by fear. Uh, keep your faith, uh, you know, keep your faith till God calls us home. Friends, we are still here. We've not seen the signs of the end of the age. Christ is yet to come and, and uh, institute the rapture. Uh, Christ is yet to come and establish the millennium kingdom. We, we are getting to see the signs, but they are not in their fullness. We are still here and so many people are going to be here. Plagues have been there. Pestilences have been there. And God has taken the world uh, through them. And we are very sure that today, we are not going to perish. We are not going to die. Just, just refuse to die. Just refuse it because now is not our time. And even if our time comes, we have a God that overcame fear. He is a good shepherd that will take care of you. Come take control of our lives, good shepherd. Come take control of our needs, good shepherd. Come take control of our supplies, of our food, of good shepherd. Come take control of our workplaces, my heavenly savior. Come, my heavenly savior, and take control of our hearts, especially those that have lost loved ones and friends and acquaintances. Come and encourage those that are living under fear. David said in Psalm 56 and verse 3, that when I'm afraid, I shall trust in the Lord. May the Lord encourage you. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord see you through these days. COVID is surely going to come to an end. And even those days that these people are planning for, the days of the one world government, the days of, 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 of the new world order. Everything has been written down in the Bible. And we know that when our Savior comes, the good shepherd, he is going to overthrow them with the, 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 the breath of his mouth. And we surely shall be able to be raptured. And we surely shall be able to go through uh, the great tribulation. And we surely shall be able to experience uh, that a millennium kingdom when we come back with the lord because he will have raptured us we shall reign with him and we shall reign into the new jerusalem and we shall reign into the new earth and we shall reign with him forever take heart the lord is here he shall glorify us may he encourage you and know that your father is more than an overcomer and he reigns above each and every situation may the lord bless you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen god bless you